Madden Luke's Sci-Fi Sanctuary. The year is 3013. The galaxy is scintillating in the mellow light. Two galactic pilgrims seek out vistas in the samurai future to bring forth the unity of the cosmic shaman. Opening the door of the pantheon of mystics, the evil sorcerer wizard powers the engine of science, seeking to forever alter the sacred balance, traveling on effervescent balls of summer fire. This week, Planet of the Apes, 2001. In the year 2001, practical effects looked fucking good. And then for some reason we stopped. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, this could be the last big makeup movie, is it? Around this time, um... Yeah, kinda. Yeah. What movie is it? Oh, we're talking about Planet of the Apes, two thousand one, with Tim Burton. This is and Marky Mark. Yes, <laughs> this is Matt. This is Luke. Welcome to the Sci-Fi Sanctuary. I was just going to keep rolling sail for a second there. I'm not supposed to do that. Okay, I mean, we never like talked about this. We just no, it just happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, what month is it? April ain't shit. <laughs> right. These are movies that at least one of us sort of hates. Um, I'm the taker on this. Although, as we roll through the month, I, I mentioned this uh, in between the podcasts, uh, it's more like I'm choosing, like, opening night disappointments, I think. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of mine is that, and then I chose one that I... I came up with this month because I wanted to tell everyone how much I hate Pretty Player One. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, Planet of the Apes, you know, people... When students, uh, we're in Japan, we teach. Uh, when students ask, like, you know, what's your least favorite movie? Mm. My real least favorite movie is Time Rider, The Adventures of um, Lyle Swan, but nobody knows what that is. So I generally say the 2001 Planet of the Apes, because they know, at least know what, the, well, no, they don't know what that is. And I'm like, they monkey pl- those words. Then I say Monkey Planet, and they're okay. like, oh, that's how you have to say it. It's, um, that is the o- name of the book. Yeah. Right, so in Japan, oh, Japan's translated correctly. Yeah. Monkeys, really? Yeah, Monkey Planet is the name of the book. They weren't supposed to. Planet of the Apes rolls, it sounds much cooler though. And they are apes, they're not monkeys. Yep. I wrote monkeys many times in my notes, of course, but uh. You get your ass kicked on the Planet of the Apes for that. I know, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I I always enjoyed um, the original movies. Planet of the Apes and Beneath the Planet of the Apes, I had it on a VHS as a kid and watched it many times. Um, I was just telling you a few days ago, I actually like all five of the originals. I did not see the three later ones until I was in my 20s, but I definitely saw the first two many, many times. Oh, the three later of the original five? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Which would be... Um, I thought you meant, like, the recent trilogy. Escape from Battle 4 and the one with Ricardo Montalban. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> maybe I never even made it to the fifth one. I didn't know he was in it. He's in the fourth one, I think. Huh? Yeah. Which I, I think I can't. Conquest. Conquest. <laughs> yes. He, actually, he's in Escape and Conquest. I think it's in two of them. Okay. Because okay. I had... I had a five... So I watched the um, at least the first one as a kid because I was in a geeky family who liked sci-fi and it's one of the classics, right? Mm. And then when I was in my like late teens, beca- like realized, oh, I'm a much bigger nerd than my parents. I need to go and buy this stuff myself. Yeah. I bought like the five film box set. Maybe it was in the run up to Rise. Mm. Um, love the first one. 
liked the second one. Uh, watched the third one. <laughs> and maybe didn't even do the other the two. The third one is apparently closest to the book. <laughs> oh, well, that's because in the... I haven't read the book. I did buy it, never got around to reading it. Um, in the book, the planet, the monkey planet, is a utopia. Right, and it, it's like modern technology yeah, yeah. and all it's that. It's only a wasteland in the films because it's cheap. Right? So the, th- the third one is just, oh, we flipped the script, so it's the monkeys show up, or the right. apes. In the, in On, the, like, yeah. modern-day Earth. Yeah, but, but if, if you were to swap them out, you'd actually have something much closer to the original book. Yeah. Um, oh, the second one, uh, Beneath the Planet of the Apes, I do have to just throw in, um, I grew up in Episcopal Church. That's like Church of England in America. Okay. I was maybe eight or nine, the priest changed, and he changed a lot of the music, and my dad hated it, so... Uh, the new music they were using. So he always thought in church we were like basically singing songs to the bomb. Because <laughs> if you watch Beneath, like the songs are like, oh, da, 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 da. it's like, like the notes don't make any sense. Right. Which is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Beneath is a weird film, man. Like the freaking psychic underground people who are going to destroy the earth. <laughs> yeah, nobody hold your breath for that one, but uh, assuming we are going to be doing this for a, an extended length of time, we will get to it. Cause... Eighth month, 2021. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a promise, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I was pretty pumped up to see this one. Uh, Tim Burton's name had not yet been particularly besmirched by anything. Uh, before this, I guess, was Mars Attack. Sleepy Hollow, I think, was before this, like maybe a year. Sleepy Hollow's not disliked. Yeah, I, honestly, I don't like Sleepy Hollow that much. But I had to watch it at school, so I hate it. But okay. I watched it over and over. <laughs> I don't like it, but that doesn't mean it's it's like bad. Mm. I, I think this was Tim Burton's first, and I will put the word arguable like horrible misfire. Mm. I, I know. Oh, we could. I think it flopped, right? Made a little bit of money, I think, but okay. I don't. It didn't do that well. Yeah, but it, like, we could say this is the first one that wasn't a hit. Yeah. <laughs> Well, by the time of the fifth one, I don't think they were hits in the 70s, but... Tim Burton films. Oh, Tim Burton films, excuse me. <laughs> I was continuing your point. You How were, you? you were, because I'm thinking about apes, man. <laughs> hey, we're just apes, man. Yeah, we're all, we are apes. Primates. Primates. Sorry, you didn't... Sorry, yeah, what I was getting at, um, I had never seen this one until you made me watch it. Hmm. So I'd seen the old ones, kind of like them, seen the new trilogy... Same as the old ones, actually. They're just for good, but diminishing returns. Mm. But I had never watched this one all the way through. Okay. So, early take. What's your, what's your first bit take on it? Yes, I. Okay. <laughs> I, it, I sat and watched the film and enjoyed myself, right? Yeah. Uh, putting on this time, I, I still don't like it, and I, I'll get to many of the points why. Oh, I have but... issues with it. Don't, don't worry oh, about Oh, yeah, there's <laughs> some serious, serious issues. But there are good things about this movie. And we had trouble applying any of those things to uh, Ready Player One. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, for starters, this film looks amazing. I am definitely down with that. Um, we already talked about the um, effects, uh, makeup effects, which were Rick Baker. Okay. And they're good. Yeah, yeah. he's great. Uh, he did American Women from London, all that. Um, like, Rick Baker's on his, like, this might be the best thing he did. <laughs> yeah. The, these apes moved and looked so good that they looked better than the real chimp that was on screen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the ape city in this is fantastic. Yeah. Do I like what happens in the ape city? Not so much, but does it look good? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it looks stunning. Um, um, the, the, the red armor. I mean, this is a very good-looking movie. If, there's no, if you don't need to think about a story and you turn off the sound, eh, you even leave the music in if you want. Uh, it's a pretty good movie. It was, this was just around the time where we were getting, like, all these remakes of sci-fi films which looked good but just didn't have the spark. Yeah. This was around the same time as Time Machine, right? 
Yes. Which Time Machine looks really good. Kind of a crap film. Yeah. A few years later, we had War of the Worlds. Looks phenomenal. I like it, but not a great film. No, it's... It, it, it has good atmosphere. Yeah, it has enough that you don't punch yourself in the head after watching it. But right. As I watched you do after Ready Player One. <laughs> <laughs> that's three examples. That That's enough for a pattern. I don't have to expand on that. Right, yeah. <laughs> okay, um, apparently you're winging the story today. Are you going to go for it? Yeah, let's do it. Mark Wahlberg wait, works on a spaceship. Fuck's sake. No, restart. <laughs> the character has a name and it's a space station. Yeah, I know. That's why I got pissed off with myself because okay. I said spaceship. <laughs> Is it still going to be Mark Wahlberg? Yeah, I don't care about the character's name. Off we go. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg works on a space station orbiting Saturn or something. He trains chimps to fly the space pods as test pilots. And then they discover a freaky looking wormhole. They send a chimp in to investigate, but the chimp loses control. So... Disobeying the direct order, Mark Wahlberg flies a rescue mission and gets sucked into the wormhole. He finds himself crash-landing on a planet of the apes. And, along with some other humans, is kidnapped and sold into slavery. But then a human-loving ape frees him, and he goes on a run, trying to find his missing crew, following his transponder signal to the location where he does indeed find his fallen base station, and discovers that it was the origin of this planet of the apes. Then his chimp friend lands somehow after him. In a helicopter? Yep. And then he jumps in it. <laughs> and goes back through the wormhole and finds himself safely back on Earth. But now Earth is a planet of the apes. Shouldn't it just be a planet of apes? Yeah, I know, but... <laughs> Helicopter just flew over and told us to return to our domiciles, <laughs> but it didn't because Japan still isn't doing that. Yeah. Um, Marky Mark looks like he's really confused to be in this movie for the I entire was confused time because I knew for a fact it was Marky Mark, but my eyes kept telling me it was Matt Damon. <laughs> Is that because of the Martian? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> and just because I'm not used to seeing Marky Mark at this like age. I think Matt Damon... This was before we got super buff as well. Yeah, I think Matt Damon would have been, like, more engaged here. Yeah. See, I like Mark Wahlberg. He's, like, a charming actor. I do, too. He's also a shit human being. Really? He's committed, like, a number of racially aggravated assaults. Oh, yeehaw. <laughs> yeah. I just thought he owned a pizza place. Oh, he owns Papa John's, right? No, I think he oh, had a, a reality one? show where it's, like, oh, okay. the Wahlberg pizza. Yeah, but, maybe like... Maybe hamburgers, I don't remember. Oh, wait, no, it's Tom Brady who owns Papa John's. Ah, uh, okay. Or maybe that's a lie as well. I don't fucking know. I don't care. Um, 
But yeah, but I think Mark Wahlberg is like a real piece of shit. <laughs> but he's very charming in films. Oh, there's charming. no ethical consumption under capitalism, okay. so what are you going to do? Matt doesn't know, so. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg, if you're sending us nasty emails, please uh, address them to Luke. <laughs> um, but yeah, he looks See, confused. Normally here. when you say that, I'm like, yeah, come fight me, bro. But Mark Wahlberg would destroy me. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, before this, he had just done Boogie Nights. That might have been another part of the big disappointment. He's very good in Boogie Nights, so it's right. like, oh, now he's going to capitalize and like make like a, a big tentpole film. See, he does a lot of films, but he doesn't feel A-list to me. Yeah, because he's best... At, like, Boogie Nights is very ensemble. Right. Um, he's great in The Departed. Yeah, but, yeah, but that's, again... Again, like very him, ensemble. Yeah. Um, Some comedy stuff, like the other guys, he's pretty good in. Yeah. Ted. That the, but the again, happening, yeah. But oh, <laughs> right, oh, we should cover that at some point. Uh, and then we have uh, Helena Bonham Ape married to uh, Tim Burton at yeah. this time, I believe, or was it after this movie? Some, I'm not sure. Somewhere are they still together? I don't know. You don't know in Hollywood, do you? I don't care. <laughs> I don't care either. But I, I know a lot. They were Philly at some point. Is this? This is where she starts showing up in every Tim Burton film, isn't it? Yeah, because I don't. I don't remember her being in the others. She might have been in Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, I think she might have been in Sleepy Hollow. But is she yeah. in Mars Attacks? I don't think so. I don't think she's in... She's, she's definitely in like Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, she's not in anything before that. So. But yeah, but from this point, she's in everything. Yeah. So, um... But, um, only because I knew would I be able to tell it was her. Okay. I, I have to read... I know we're still talking actors, but I just got to read the note. Do you want to fuck Helena Bonham Ape? Well, weird taboos come into that, but Marky Mark is eye-fucking already. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this might be the most I've ever been attracted to Hella Bonham Carter. <laughs> okay, yeah. She did Bike Club a few years for this. I guess she's not attractive there. She's just entertaining. Oh, yeah. I really like her as an actress. Oh, yeah. She's a great actress. <laughs> but the, I did get pretty tired of the Hella Bonham Carter and Johnny Depp in every Tim Burton film thing. Tim Roth is just on, like, PCP through the whole film or something. He's fucking good, though. <laughs> He's entertaining, but, like, his acting in this movie makes, like, zero sense. He's, like, the General Ape, right? Wait, yeah. is he? Yeah. General, not not Pericles, that's the chimp on the ship. Uh, Fade. Uh, Fade, yes, thank you. Is that the same general from, um, the second Beneath the Planet of the Apes? I don't know. The only good human is a dead human. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm thinking more about what we don't get here. Dr. Zayas? Dr. Zayas! Dr. Zayas! Dr. Zayas! Dr. Zayas! I assume we're doing a full musical number on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to start it off now. <laughs> okay. Yeah, um, it's disappointing. But, yeah, he is, so, like, he's so, he's like a good villain, but he's also simultaneously playing it like such an ape. <laughs> yeah, because he's jumping around, just going manic. Yeah, it's the physicality is what makes this so good. But he's going like gorilla and he's a chimpanzee. No, but they're all, like, beyond... Gorilla! Yeah. Sorry, for some no, reason, uh, Japan... Man, have you not seen Chimpanzee Wars? I guess not. They're like this, man. Okay. Like, when a chimpanzee tribe decides to wipe out another chimpanzee tribe, it's exactly like how he kills people in this. No, like, say it's the kids in Japan, you say, Gorilla! And they think it's the funniest thing ever for some yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I guess I want to put all the weird stuff on the gorillas. But they also, um, and when they get a bit older, they find chimpanzee funny as well. <laughs> it's like a more sophisticated gag. Ah, yes. <laughs> so so it really is like like ape bias, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. You fucking apist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Um, I couldn't tell you who any of the other human actors are. Oh, I can. Um, Chris Christopherson. 
Is that the, like, dad? He's got the beard, right, yeah, guys? Yeah. Um, because I got to write the fantastic pun here. Chris Christopher did his air son. Wow. <laughs> he dies. Yeah. No, no, no. I get it. <laughs> he wrote the song Me and Bobby McGee. Okay. Janis Joplin. I recognize these names. Okay. <laughs> anyway, you know, some of you know the song and he wrote it. Uh, he's, I think he has like dark shadows, not Tim Burton style in his life. Which yeah. I don't think is continuing at this moment, but... He, he seemed, like, stoned throughout this film. He probably was. <laughs> <laughs> um, human actors... Oh, oh uh, we have some more ape actors. Because oh, I uh, genuinely don't know who was under those costumes, so... Yeah, um, here, make an interesting point. I need to check something, if you don't mind. Uh, Mark Wahlberg in this film doesn't get his shirt off. But he does look kind of ripped, but this is just like Hollywood actor ripped. It's not till, uh, I guess, post departed that you start like seeing like bodybuilder Mark Wahlberg. He looks pretty smelly through most of the film, but I mean, it, he probably did smell. Yeah, it's kind film. of a gnarly little spacesuit there. But yeah, like these days, Mark Wahlberg is like goals, but back then he's just like, yeah. I well, yeah, this was his first uh, tentpole because, like, say, he did Boogie Nights. That that made that established him as someone you might actually want to watch mm. oh there we go i just um because of the makeup i just want to make sure uh michael duncan clark is a very groovy gorilla and yeah him. i recognize the voice yeah yeah the voice I, that, that's, that's why i just need to make sure right yeah because uh, i uh, oh oh and the one person who is actually trying to act in this movie like for realsies kind of hey i'm quizzing you I want to hear your answer for us. Uh, Keep going. I'm trying to think. I don't remember many characters. You can give up if you want. Yeah, go on. Okay, uh, Paul Giamatti. He oh. seems like he actually thinks he's in, like, a good movie. Uh, but he's still kind of played as, like, the la the joke guy, right? He's playing... He is that character, but he seems to actually be, like, approaching it like you would, like, you know, actually act in a movie, as opposed to Mar Mar Mark Wahlberg's, like, Where am I? What's happening? Is this a movie? Well, they're, like... <laughs> The apes are putting in a. Some of the apes are putting in a real good performance. Mm. Doing like those ape mannerisms and the sounds and stuff. And yeah, like. yeah, that's cool. I mean, uh, Tim Roth is so stylized; it's just absolutely bizarre. Yeah, it's kind. Of, it, like but, you said, it's absolutely fun to watch, but it doesn't make that much narrative sense. Oh yeah, like the fact that anyone else listens to this clear maniac. <laughs> <laughs> like my issue with this film is so much. For me, it's, uh, you know, perfume. Perfume is supposed to have that little hint of something totally disgusting in it, right? Right. It, it's got to be 99% sweetness and 1% the most disgusting thing possible. So this movie has so many good elements in it, but then the story is right. like the turd. Right. <laughs> this film, like, looks incredible. I think the performances are mostly good. It's just that it doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, we've joked before how movies are, like, a sequence of events. Right. This one is, it's like, oh, we just need to get him to the General Thade Lincoln Memorial, which, that doesn't even make sense. Right. It, it echoes the book, I get that, but that was the reveal in the book that is the same as the Statue of Liberty in the original Planet right. of the Apes movie. So, the fact that he's on a completely, well, it is a different plan in the book, too. Well, I just... I just don't like the movie. I guess that's the issue. Yeah, see, I, <laughs> up until the Earth bit, it does make sense. Mm. I like the twist that, oh, it's, because they couldn't just try and do the original twist, it wouldn't work, right? Right. It wouldn't be a twist. 
So they did like, oh, this is a different version where it is a different planet and accidentally they'd put the apes and humans on it. Yeah. But then when you get to the end, I get, what, did like Fade escape, get in another spaceship, go through the wormhole, land on Earth before him, replace all the humans with... What? <laughs> I guess they're setting up a sequel that didn't happen because this movie sucks. Maybe. I, I think I... But having not seen it and just knowing it had a dumb twist at the end, I always assumed it was just Tim Burton felt the need to try and out-twist the original and tried and failed. Yes. Hey, you know the actor here that is what the DJ calls lick the balls. <laughs> what? That was a slick Rick reference. Okay. <laughs> okay, the, the actor in here that sucks. Um, oh, the female human lead? No, she's just neutral. She's barely in the movie. I mean, she's she's, she's on screen, but she's barely she in the movie. She pokes her bottom lip out and stares at things. Charlton Heston! Oh, he's like the, the senator or whatever? No, he's the dying, Thade's dying father or whatever. Oh, okay. He sucks in this. Yeah. Probably because he's like, get this fucking ape makeup off me. I can't act in this shit. I didn't even notice that was Charlton Heston. NRA That's forever. Yeah, out of my cold dead hands. <laughs> but yeah, he is not. Yeah. Good. He yeah. is good in the original Planet of the Apes. Don't get yeah. me wrong, but man, his cameo here sucks. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, he. This is one of those cases. It's long enough ago that the fact that he's a cunt doesn't put me off watching his films because he's not getting any money out of me watching Planet of the Apes, is he? <laughs> well, definitely not now. He's dead. But <laughs> the um, End Gamer, the Nintendo magazine I used to read in the UK. They had a little segment they would do from time to time. Whenever they were reviewing light guns, they would be reviewed by the ghost of Charlton Heston. <laughs> no, I, I wrote... I just broke the tempo with it now. Okay. I wrote my scene, um, my scene, my notes for this scene. Father, tell me about the NRA. <laughs> with the response, how do you expect me to act with this fucking makeup? Heston. Followed by the note, nothing could ever possibly go wrong in Ape City. It is kind of weird. Charlton Heston played the role where his main thing was, aren't guns terrible? <laughs> it was ironic. Yeah. I guess that's pretty... Batman would never use a gun, right? <laughs> Except for Affleck. Batfleck. Batfleck yep. used guns, didn't he? Also the comics for the first, like, ten years. Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> and then the serials in the 40s. But... Yeah. Real Batman doesn't use guns. He used one on Dark Side. And neither does Ape Heston. <laughs> Human Heston, sure. Ape Heston, no. Human Heston loves guns. <laughs> He sticks butt. He used to stick guns up his butt for pleasure. That's a fact. You can look it up. Let's dive into the candy and cigarettes. Um, I, I, I'll talk a little bit more about that design, if you will, because oh, that is the thing yeah. about this movie that is fantastic. The design is better than Planet, than the original Planet of the Apes. It's better far. than any other Apes film. Yeah, even the newer ones, yeah. Well, there isn't really design in those ones because it's before they have a culture, right? So they have cool apocalypse stuff, yeah. But yeah. You, can just, you can just go outside if you dare and see that. <laughs> <laughs> Here's, yeah, so Tim Burton, I was just listening to someone talking about how you know, if you look at an indie film, like, mm. in the first 10 or 20 seconds, you can kind of tell, like, if this person has, like, filmmaking blood in their bones, in their blood You shouldn't veins. have blood in your bones, man. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> anyway, if, if they're, like, a true filmmaker, you can figure that out quickly, like, within right. a scene or two. Yeah. 
Tim Burton has no clue how to put a film together. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he well, shows, yeah. He's proved... I mean, this was the first time he proved that. Mm. You know? What yeah. is... Yeah, there's no narrative here. It's just things well, that, happen. There, there is, right? It's just he's trying to get back to his ship, and then the twist is that, oh, his ship had crashed and caused this planet. And we have to put it's as just, much... I think if you cut out that weird shit coda, the film that is there before that hangs together okay. Yeah, but even, like, the big climax, um, oh, it's yeah, just yeah, people running crap, at each right? other. He's not an action director. Yeah. His Batman had terrible action. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just stands there. He just stands there and he fights like Steven Seagal because that costume doesn't let him lift his legs. <laughs> so he, he's progressed here. Now he has people running at each other. Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't... Yeah, yeah I, it just felt like before films had choreography. <laughs> it's not like... Some movies, uh, especially nowadays, when it, the editing is so fast you can't follow what's happening. And here it's just like the blocking. There is no blocking. It's yeah. just run at each other. Yep. See what happens. See, like, again, it, the build-up to that fight is pretty cool. And the way the apes are, like, running on all fours and shit, you're like, oh, yeah, this is going to be sick. And then it's just not. <laughs> <laughs> they get blasted by a jet, and then they jump on each other for a bit. <laughs> and then a spaceship lands, and everyone chills out. <laughs> <laughs> So, how does time work? I guess somehow, um, the chimp... Oh! See, everything landed in the opposite order it went through the wormhole, so I guess that's just how it works. But he went, he followed the chimp, like, five minutes after. Yeah, so him so and the chimp were not that far apart. Dilated? Yeah, but the, I guess the station didn't go in to, like, a but couple of the... hours in their time, so it was many thousands of years. The station was that? Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah Q, I... Q wouldn't be happy at me for not picking that one up. Which cue? <laughs> <laughs> the the omnipotent the, the, the omnipotent cue, man. <laughs> that's you're just not, that's, you're that's, just not smart enough to find the crumbs, Matt. You're not a baker. That's the TNG one, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Mine wasn't. <laughs> so Ape City looks great. Um, like it's the like the armor, the costumes. Yeah. It's like a plus and a minus. We get all these little shots of like just normal ape city culture. Yeah. It slows down the movie. It doesn't make sense, but it's better than what's actually happening in That's, the movie. I would. I want to. I just want to see a. Well, there was a Planet Apes show, right? Yeah, in the late seventies. Yeah, I just want to see a show. A show about this Planet Apes, just apes. What about a sitcom and apes? That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> Did, I just want to see like you know, living with the apes. Yeah. Does dinosaurs count? I loved Dinosaurs, man. <laughs> also, that f- that show was so communist. <laughs> oh, in the ending? Do you know, remember yeah, the, the ending, ending of the show? <laughs> they all die. <laughs> Holy crap. Have you seen Triceracops? It's a baby gonna die. What? Have you seen Triceracops? Oh. It's, it's that's... a segment from Dinosaurs. Oh, Where I they're saw watching it. their version of Cops. Yeah. But, like, they, get, they catch some guy, like, thieving, and they're like, hey, man. We know that you're just reacting to a problem of the systemic issues. <laughs> we don't want them. I saw it 25 years ago. They start going, way. like, basically quoting Marx. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, yeah. quote Marx. Anyway, I, I would, yeah, yeah. Ape City sitcom would be pretty but, hip. See, this film has great design and also doesn't just look like every Tim Burton film. No one's, like, skinny and long fingers and curly things and all the timber and shit you expect to see well maybe that is also a problem because that means tim here is not particularly invested for possibly the first time maybe right but it kind of for the design like wise, the stu- i'm glad it didn't look like fucking tim burton's planet of the apes right? yeah because the studio is like hey we got this franchise you're a, di- a director that's proven yourself um take it 
Right, but when he did Willy Wonka, he did make it look like a Tim Burton film. Yes. Which, I'd almost like that movie, except there's an older one. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I I actually do like that film, it's just it's not as good as the other one. Yeah, I mean, there's just, like, nothing in that is... Oh, and the way it did its Impalumpas was weird. Hmm? The way it did its Impalumpas was weird and maybe not okay. (laughs) Oh, the space stuff. We talked about all the ape stuff. The space stuff in this movie is... Cool. Yeah, that's, those are cool ships and stuff. Cool ship, the um, weird whatever singularity thing yeah, looks yeah, yeah. cool. Doesn't make any sense, but it looks cool. It makes an it makes internal sense. Mm. Uh, who cares beyond that? <laughs> <laughs> no one knows what happens if you fly through a weird space tube. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I... The, the the control panels look very two thousand one. They didn't the, tell. They didn't the say exterior, kind. <laughs> The exteriors of the shit look good. Yeah, no CNT. No. Oh, I meant 2001 is in when the film came out, not the film. Oh, yeah, there's so many layers here. <laughs> oh, they look 2001 like the year. See, I was thinking the yeah. movie. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I honestly didn't quite connect that anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> I was just kind of uh, rolling along there. Um, that, I guess I was using computers a lot in 2001, so it didn't. My the, computer's still from 2010. We're not that far removed. I wonder why they didn't feel the need to throw in... 2010 the year, not the movie. Was the <laughs> they didn't throw in any explanation for why they couldn't just fly those things remotely and they had to use chimps. Because... Right, but you'd think any other film... Because they had been... all the chimps. Yeah, but why? What did the space, space, the space station smell like? Chimp shit. <laughs> <laughs> Everything looks so white and clean and then it would smell like chimp shit. That would be very surreal. <laughs> I, I put um, that on opening night. This movie left the taste of elephant shit in my mouth. <laughs> I, I can, I, again, the same as with Batman and Robin. I can understand why this disappointment that upset you on opening night. Mm. But just watching it last night, I had fun. <laughs> Yeah, both of these movies are fun. They're just there's so many things went wrong, I guess. But I would say that, in terms of just like, objectively bad filmmaking, <laughs> there's less wrong with this one than Batman and Robin. Yeah, like most of the acting in this is okay. The effects are legit good. Nothing takes off. That's I guess that's the thing. Th- yeah. A lot there are a lot of things that should take off and maybe could take off, but don't take off. Like all that design never really takes us anywhere interesting. It's just there for you to see. Yeah. Um, sorry, I, I did want to read my bit here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Back to that chimpanzee space station. I put, uh, let's take, like, 50s chimpanzees into deep space for science, man. <laughs> that's, that's the plot of this film, right? <laughs> it is. That doesn't seem particularly reasonable. <laughs> so I see there's one big, huge, this doesn't make sense and ruins the film thing, which I'm saving because I want to get into it. When... Should we go into that now? Okay. <laughs> I presented this film as a film with a problem, but now it's you who bring the problem to me. So, the people can talk in this version. Oh, yeah, that bugged me a lot. Right? So, how <laughs> the fuck did any of this happen? <laughs> like, in the other one, it makes sense, because the people, because there's been, like, a long period of time, there's been, like, a disease and shit, they are way more animalistic, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, 
I know this shit did happen in the real world, so of course. But, like, everyone speaks English. They are very clearly, like, come from the same origin and shit. No, I wrote down, I would posit that humans losing the ability of language is an important element of the original. Yeah. <laughs> Movie, Hugely not important. book, of course. But, right? Yeah. Well, that's the whole line, like, the, get your hands off me, you damn 38. Yeah, Made yeah. sense, because... Like, it was the first time they'd ever heard a human talk, right? <laughs> and here they have the throwaway gag where the ape says it, and then that's it. Yeah, really. And, and, uh, but then, yeah, like, it's... And then, then, same as with The Matrix, you got a film about slavery with an almost entirely white cast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you're, you don't need to convince me of anything. I brought this one in here for the month. So. Right. But, uh, yeah, that was a big... I think when I first saw this, like, why are the humans talking? That doesn't make sense. Yeah. That, I, I, this, when I watched it the other night, I had no idea that was going to happen. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then, like, they come and capture them and, like, selling them with slavery, and I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> e- even this time, I had, like, kind of forgotten that the humans in this one can talk. Right. Because that doesn't make any sense. And then, like, yeah, there's, like, a big battle at the end, and it's like, oh, no, we can live in Brotherhood or whatever. Like, They're descendants of the crew of the space station, but the people in the space station were murdered by the apes. Where did they come from again? Maybe there was a nursery, so the babies lived. Oh. But the uh, adult humans were killed. Oh. They, didn't, they should have shown us the nursery, at least for a quick... There's a lot of things could... which could have been, like, plot holes that could have been wrapped up with just, like, a minute explanation. As far as we know, they just have 50 chim- chimpanzees and, a, and a, you know, um, a staff yeah. of licensed astronauts. Except for Marky Mark, who seems confused everywhere in this movie. Yeah. Also, like, it, it starts with him doing the classic movie thing of, like, disobeying the order to do the rescue mission. For chimp! <laughs> <laughs> and the results are epically bad. Yeah. Like, he really should not have disobeyed that order. He really fucked up, man. <laughs> Our hero is an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, very much so throughout the film. And that's another problem. Um, I mean, he MacGyvers a few things, so I guess you're meant to think he's smart, but... Well, clearly he's not smart. <laughs> <laughs> also, um, in the original, it was a point that Charlton Heston couldn't talk for a while. He got, like, injured. Right. Whereas here, it makes no sense that Marky Mark didn't try and talk to someone. He's just like... <laughs> that's, that's, that's him trying to talk to someone. The words just don't come... <laughs> I, I did say with all the apes, though, I, I was... I really hope every grunt is, like, in the script. Like, in the... It's all written down, I really hope. And they had to memorize it. I feel like... I think Tim Burton wanted to make the film where it's just Ape City and Ape Life. Because those were the bits that felt like they had some passion in them, right? The ape performances, the ape designs, like the ape sex scene, (laughs) the kids playing their weird ape sport. That stuff was all done really well. So we should have had no humans at all. Yeah. Again, we want the Ape City sitcom, I guess, directed by Tim Burton, written by somebody else. Allowed itself to just spend some time in Ape City. Mm. And then, a bit less mucky muck bullshit. Like, well, yeah. cut out that whole ending. <laughs> Spend some more time in the interesting parts. Well, again, for me, it's like cut out the whole movie, take the production stuff, and do something Just better do a with straight it. Straight remake, keep the original without trying to be clever about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the psycho approach, huh? Yeah, shot for shot with different. Well, or the uh, Peter Jackson's King Kong approach. 
Yeah. Expand on it, lavish it in terms of production values, but don't try and fuck with it. <laughs> but make it a four-hour movie. Or well, three and a half, to well, be you know perfectly that honest. You're saying that to take the piss. You know I would sit for four hours of eight action. <laughs> <laughs> I talked about it being a bit problematic the way it kind of tries to deal with like slavery but doesn't really it also then just has a very prompt happy ending which is not the way to approach this kind of subject like Pericles lands everyone realizes the error of their ways suddenly the apes and humans just live in peace even the legit the literal slave trader gets a redemption arc in this film (laughs) (laughs) but then Marky Mark becomes the slave with a terrible ending yeah. But well, at least I he gets arrested. Like, by yeah, he gets arrested because he crashed a spaceship into the freaking Washington Monument. <laughs> like, fair. <laughs> 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 like, he, he wasn't hard done by in that ending. <laughs> I mean, Pericles... He done goofed. He, he's Pericles, not Pericles, excuse me, um, Thade may have been dead for the past 150 years as per Abraham Lincoln. Mm. Okay. So when he went through the warp or whatever, whatever moon or whatever it was they landed on, Let's say that was thousands of years in the past. They then flew to Earth eventually, and the ending is just apes and humans living in harmony. There you just go. happened to land in the ape district of town. They'd learned. Yeah. So. Yeah, maybe they'd actually became like a super duper like liberal leader. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, and humans and apes together went to Earth, and you know, Marky Mark just happened to land on a day when the apes were the cops on uh, duty. Or, let's be honest, ten minutes after Marky Mark left, the human system had fucked up and the apes had to kill them. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, I guess they were going to make a sequel. I don't know if they were. I think he was just trying to give you a weird, twisty ending. Yeah. I think he was just trying to be like, whoa, what was that all about? Exactly, that's my response. Whoa, what was that all about? Right. Um, A sequel might have... I mean, a sequel should not retroactively like make the previous film make sense. That's not how movies work. Right. But the original Planet of the Apes had four sequels, and it didn't need any of them. Yeah. I love them, but they didn't need them. The the original movie stands alone as a straight-up Twilight Zone episode. Mm -hmm. I think Rod Sterling even wrote the screenplay (laughs) for the original. And then you've got the the recent, wasn't actually Peter Jackson, was it? Who did him? I am not quite sure where you're going with this. The recent, the recent CGI films. The Apes? three Planet of the Apes films. Oh, 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 oh. Because they're prequels to the original, kind of. Sort of, kind of. They're a new thing. I know the original mentions the but ship from the again, original. with those. Yeah, but then also the virus happens, the humans lose their voice. Mm. It does lean into all the stuff that would lead to the original trilogy. Um... But they also, the first one kind of works best on its own without the other two. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I, Which I still enjoyed, but the first one didn't need them. No, the critical response is that they get better, right? The third is no actually supposed way. to... No, I'm talking about the critical response. Not oh, what I really? Think. I, I, the second one's definitely better reviewed than the first. And I really? feel like the third one was even better the reviewed. The third one, I remember getting like really good reviews like day one. And then it cooling off very fast. Okay, because I I seen the first one several times. First, yeah, same. The it. first one is I would 
like a top one of the best sci-fi films of the past like 10 years yeah second one i've watched two or three times i like it it's just yeah it's okay it's good the third one i actually never finished i i watched it in theaters and i was like ah oh, this is good but like it's laying it on a bit thick, and it's not really landing for me. And I think about 30 minutes in, I got bored, and I never got back to it. Okay. There's just, like, apes in the snow for, like, real long periods of time, and <laughs> then I start watching something else. See, I, 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 I liked the bits where it's just apes in the snow. Oh, so it's <laughs> good I stopped it when I did. <laughs> then it's, like, there's humans, and there's some action and stuff. But and they just... don't talk? No, uh, so, like, it's starting to affect humanity. Some of them can talk, some of them can't. Ah, okay. But, like, there's the thing where, like, they're on the there's like a battle between two groups of humans and they like try and enslave the apes and it's just trying so hard to make you feel sad mm. that you just don't feel sad right okay <laughs> anyway if, if he's spoiling it for you he's spoiling it for me and I don't care so maybe you I care really sorry I told you, you much there yeah okay that's cool maybe I'll get to it someday it's, yeah it's still a good film like it's not a terrible film but I did I think there was diminishing returns in that trilogy. Yeah. I'm more likely to go watch the eight films with Ricardo Monoblon or, <laughs> or Charlton Heston than to finish War. I'll, I will put yeah. it that way. But yeah, Rise is really good. Yeah, I love Rise. Because if... Uh, I say this a lot on this podcast. It was good because the film was about something. Yeah. And this one... Much as I like the design and stuff, this film wasn't about anything. Well, no, it was. It was about the slave trade and it Well, here, here's my note. <laughs> if April weren't shit... Mm. We could do the good one with John Lithgow and the apes. Mm -hmm. Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a show. I didn't know that was a film. It was film first. Ah. He's in the film. I don't think he's in the show. Okay. Yeah. And there was one other big, not big point, a completely stupid point I wanted to make. Camp Disgrace would make a good summer camp name. Disgrace? Yeah, he. Um, I think it's when Thade talks to the camp or whatever. He's like, your camp is a disgrace. I was like, oh, camp disgrace. That would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Helena Bonham Ape almost has the Rachel haircut. <laughs> when Thade's like, you're not just a soldier. You are my friend. I've, no one has ever sounded less like someone else's friend. <laughs> it's like, General Thade's a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like he's a reasonable ape and then he has this bad idea. He's just constantly an insane supervillain. Okay, I got two more poop points. Go on. One, I, I don't know this. Are apes really scared of water or is this just a plot convenience? I'm fairly sure I've seen an ape swim. Okay, so it's a <laughs> plot convenience. Okay. Yeah. Also, don't they have enough tech to build a canoe? <laughs> they don't have to get in the water. They yeah, they've have, got, like, a city. They're by the water already. They should, like... It's, it's a military. They should have something to go on the water. That bothered me. Um, I just didn't care for any of these folks. I, I would have been cool with a beneath bomb at any point, really. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh! This is not the only time Mark Wahlberg gets stuck in, like, a love triangle with not-quite-human life forms, is it? What's the one you're thinking of? Ted kind of works that way. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess. What, what if Pericles were Ted? That'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch that. Yeah. So yeah. I thought you were like, does Optimus Prime want to fuck his daughter? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Optimus Prime want to fuck... What? <laughs> oh, what about in Transformers 4 and 5? Oh, right. He's got the, the, the we're, we're creepy, but we're legal. 
paper. Yeah. <laughs> what is that called? Oh, that's that's TJ Miller again, by the way. Oh, what an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, yeah, no, right. Um, no, TJ Miller's not the one with the fucking Romeo and Juliet clause written down in his wallet to say it's okay for him to bang Mark Wahlberg's daughter. But there is a scene where he calls Mark Wahlberg's teenage daughter hot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you need that paper, you're already a douche. <laughs> I, I feel like that was... Michael Bay retroactively trying to justify a relationship from his own teenage years. <laughs> it's, also, it's so unnecessary because they could have just claimed both those characters were a closer in age than they did. Oh, oh. We'll get to that when we cover all the Transformers films one day. <laughs> I want to go read up on the Wahlberg stuff now because I want to like him. But if he is like legit a real bad racist, then I shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm in the dark on that, so I'm going to keep my mouth shut. can't say that, Matt. Yeah, I, I, do you have anything else you really want to push on this? I have lots of little weird, like, um, notes here, like, oh, Baldrick, I knew thee. I don't even know what that means anymore. <laughs> oh, that's when he finds the skull of the astronaut, excuse me. It's like okay. a Black Adder reference. Yeah. Okay. And well, maybe Black Adder reference to a Shakespeare reference. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Which they also did in Ready Player One. Oh, yeah. And it was shit there as well. <laughs> uh, it was better here. Yeah. But still pretty dumb. I mean, I, yeah, okay. Um, so, I don't know. I guess I guess this movie is like like cheese bread, but with a cheese that you don't particularly like and smells funny. Yeah, it's like... It's still cheese bread. That's kind of nice, but something just doesn't smell right. It's like when someone buys, like, some chocolates as an omiyagi at work, but, like, they're wrapped around, like, a crap fruit. <laughs> crap it's like, fruit. <laughs> like, oh, thanks, and it is chocolate, but I don't really want this fruit in it. Yeah, I had, a, I had a cookie a few days ago. It looked like a chocolate cookie. I think it said it was a chocolate cookie, but somehow it tasted like nori. Hmm. That wasn't cool. That's this movie. Yeah. It looks like it should be good, but it tastes like seaweed. And seaweed could be fine in certain places, but I was expecting chocolate. Yeah. This film is like being the one who doesn't finish at an orgy. <laughs> an ape orgy? <laughs> Any orgy. Whatever orgy you up for. Oh, yeah. Okay, uh, I, I guess... Oh, right. In Ape City. Does everyone just live in one big house? The city's a house. Yeah, he's just like running from room to room. <laughs> what? <laughs> Apes are social creatures. I guess. It, just, it didn't come across that way in the scene of them in like... In her I, house. I thought it was supposed and to be... And then suddenly it did. I'm like, what? I thought it was supposed to be like, you know, Ferris Bueller or something. Like, it was, but it didn't people's... make sense to you graphically. So John Hughes should have uh, directed this probably. Yeah. <laughs> that seems like a wrapping up sort of zone to end up in. Uh, yeah. You want to you wanna say wrap up things? I was kind of... I just want to go play Donkey Kong, actually. <laughs> Donkey Kong's fun. Country or like original? Hmm. With the original, I'm in the awkward place where I definitely can complete the four screens, but I'm never going to be competing for the high score, so why bother? Right. <laughs> I like the con Super Nintendo yeah, I like country. country. I mean, I've always preferred Mario, but Donkey Kong Country is okay. Yeah. Uh, where do they find us? You can find us on Twitter at MLSFSPod, and then however you're listening to us, make sure you give us a five-star rating and a review and all that shit. Check us out on YouTube if you like listening to podcasts that way because you're some sort of freak. Um, <laughs> you can look us up on Facebook too just search for Matt and Luke's Sci-Fi Sanctuary if you like the music you heard while listening to this podcast you can check out Matt's music by visiting rovingsagemedia.bandcamp.com hi
You can you can love Pokemon with Luke at Luke Loves Pokemon on the Twitter feed or a podcast feed. Do you have a site for that? It's just I did that one for SoundCloud, so. Okay. Really? Oh, you SoundCloud it. Okay. You have to pay for SoundCloud, though. That's why I didn't start one for this podcast. I. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, too. <laughs> anyway, this has been Matt. This has been Luke. You can now... Get the fuck out of our sci-fi sanctuary. Dragon Ball Evolution. Evolution.